did you believe me? Thank you for everything. That's very kind. Hello and welcome to a version of the Celebrity Tribute. Today's Celebrity Tribute will be looking at the Queen of England, Queen Elizabeth II, for she had her jubilee this past year. It's a segment um, off of YouTube. Paddington Bear joins the Queen for afternoon tea at Buckingham Palace for her jubilee. So as always with my celebrity tributes, they can consist of anything from political figures like we'll be talking today to an actor, an actress, and... Um, a sports hero as well, too. We will also have a mini bio on the late actor just passed away, James Kahn, which will be part, again, of the celebrity tribute. So let's take a look at um, Queen Elizabeth and a little bit about her lifestyle and the jubilee she had. The Palace of Westminster awaited the arrival of Her Majesty the Queen. From this historic place, center of the British Commonwealth of Free Peoples, has gone forth the pattern of parliaments, the Westminster model. Owns that voice with which the whole Commonwealth is familiar, her Majesty graciously delivered her speech. My Lords and members of the House of Commons, my husband and I look forward eagerly to the series of visits we shall make next year in the Commonwealth, where we shall renew and extend the friendships which we value so very highly. In the early part of the year, we shall visit India and Pakistan, on the invitation of the presidents of those countries. And I welcome especially this opportunity of seeing for the first time something of these two great nations of the Commonwealth. That was Queen Elizabeth II, speech she made, the state opening of Parliament in the year 1960. So let's take a look at her lifestyle. Queen Elizabeth II. Her full name was Elizabeth Alexandra Mary, born April 21st, 1926 is Queen of the United Kingdom and 14 other Commonwealth realms. Elizabeth was born at 2.40 on July 21st, sorry, April 21st, 1926, 
during the reign of her paternal grandfather, King George V. Her father, the Duke of York, was second son of the king. Her mother, the Duchess of York, later named Queen Elizabeth the Queen Mother, was the youngest daughter of Scottish aircraft Claude Bowes Lynn, 14th Earl Stratthmore in Kinghorn, at whose London home she was delivered by Caesarean section. She was baptized by the Anglican Archbishop of York, Cosmo Gordon Lang, in the private chapel, Buckingham Palace, on May 29th, and named Elizabeth after her mother, Alexander after her paternal great-grandmother, who had died six months earlier, and Mary after her paternal grandmother, called Libet by close family, based on what she called herself at first. She was cherished by her grandfather, George V, whom she affectionately called Grandpa England, and during his serious illness in the year 1929, her regular visits were credited in the popular press and by later biographers, biographers with raising his spirits and aiding his recovery. Elizabeth's only sibling, Princess Margaret, was born in the year 1930. The two princesses were educated at home under the supervision of their mother and governess, Marion Crawford. Lessons concentrated on history, language, literature, and music. In her lifetime, she has experienced four celebrations of her being the um, Queen of England. Significant events have included Elizabeth's coronation in the year 1953 in celebrations of her silver, 1977, golden, 2002, diamond, 2012, and platinum jubilees, again this past year, 2022. Elizabeth is the longest-lived and longest-reigning British monarch, the oldest and longest-serving incumbent head of state, and the second longest reigning souvenir monarch in world history. She has faced occasional Republican sentiment and press criticism of the royal family, particularly after the breakdown of her children's marriages. Her Annus Horribus, in Latin phrase meaning a horrible year, in 19... 92, and the death in 1997 of her former daughter-in-law, Princess Diana of Wales. However, the support for the monarch, her monarchy 
in the United Kingdom has been and remains high, as does her personal popularity. Says Elizabeth met her future husband, Prince Philip of Greece and Denmark, in 1934 and again in the year 1937. After meeting for the third time at the Royal Naval College in Dartmouth in July 1939, Elizabeth, though only 13 years old, said she fell in love with Philip and they began to exchange letters. She was 21 when her engagement was officially announced on July 9th of the year 1947. The engagement was not without controversy. Philip had no financial standings, was foreign-born, a British subject who had served in the Royal Navy throughout the Second World War, and had sisters who had married German noblemen with Nazi links. Before the marriage, Philip uh, reannounced his Greek and Danish titles, officially converted from Greek Orthodox to Enclicism, and adopted the style of Lieutenant Philip Montabaton, taking the surname of his mother's British family. Shortly before the wedding, he was created Duke of Ender and granted the style of his royal highness. Elizabeth and Philip were married on November 20th, 1947 at Westminster Abbey. They received 2,500 wedding gifts from around the world. Following their wedding, the couple leased Winsham Moor near Winsham Castle until July 1949, where they took up residence at Clarence House in London. At various times between 1949 and 1951, the Duke of Ender was stationed in the British Crown Colony Malta as a servant Royal Navy officer. He and Elizabeth lived intermittently in Montilla for several months at a time in the hamlet of Guardania. At Villa Guardania, the rented home of Philip's uncle, Lord Montauban. Their two children remain in Britain. Nineteen seventy seven, Elizabeth marked the silver jubilee of her accession. Parties and events took place throughout the Commonwealth, mainly coinciding with her associated national and commonwealth tours. Celebrations reaffirmed the Queen's popularity despite virtually condent 
relatively press coverage of Princess Margaret's separation from her husband, Lord Snowden. 1978, the Queen endured a state visit to the United Kingdom by Romania's communist leader, Nicholas Sisu, and his wife, Elena, though privately she thought they had blood on their hands. Following year brought two blows. One was the unmasking of Anthony Blunt, former survivor of the Queen's pictures as a communist spy. The other was assassination of her relative and in-law, Lord Montauban, by the Provisional Irish Republican Army. According to Paul Martin Sr., who was a noted Canadian pol politician and diplomat, by the end of the 1970s, the Queen was worried the crown had little meaning for Perrier. Trudeau, the Canadian Prime Minister. Tony Bren and the Queen found Trudeau rather disappointing. Trudeau supported Republicans-ism seemed to confirm by the antics such as sliding down banisters at Buckingham Palace and pirating behind the Queen's back in the year 1977 and the removal of various Canadian royal symbols during the term of office. 1980, Canadian politicians sent to Lord to discuss Peritrean of the Canadian's constitution from the Queen better informed than any of the British politicians or bureaucrats. She was particularly interested after the failure of Bill C-60, which would have affected her role as head of the state. And there was a time in the early 1980s where she was almost shot at. During the 1981 Trooping the Collar Ceremony, six weeks before the wedding of Prince Charles, and Lady Diana Spencer, six shots were fired at the Queen from close range as she rode down the Mall, London, on her horse, Brimis. Police later discovered the shots were blanks. The 17-year-old assailant, Marcus Sargent, was sentenced to five years in prison and released after three. The Queen's composure and skill in controlling her mount were widely praised. Looking at the Golden Jubilee, on the eve of the new millennium, the Queen and the Duke of Endriber boarded a vessel from Southwark, bound for the Millennium Dome. Before passing under Tower Bridge, the Queen lit the National 
Millennium Beacon in the Pool of London using a laser torch. Shortly after midnight, she officially opened the dome. During the singing of Auld Lang Syne, the Queen held hands with the Duke of British Prime Minister, Tony Blair. In 2002, the Queen marked her Golden Jubilee, the 50th anniversary of her accession. Her sister and mother died in February and March, and the media speculated on whether the Jubilee would be a success or a failure. She again undertook an extensive tour of her realms, beginning in Jamaica in February, where she called the farewell banquet memorable after a power cut plunge the king's house, the official residence of the governor general into darkness. In 2003, the queen sued Daily Miner, which is a British national daily tabloid-sized newspaper, for breach of confidence and obtained an injunction which prevented the outlet from publishing information gathered by a reporter who posed as a frontman at Buckingham Palace. Queen's 2012 Diamond Jubilee marked 60 years on the throne and celebrations were held throughout her realm and the wider Commonwealth and beyond. She and her husband undertook an extensive tour of the United Kingdom while her children and grandchildren embarked on royal tours of other Commonwealth states on her behalf. On June 4th, Jubilee beacons were lit around the world. While touring Manchester as part of her Jubilee celebration, the Queen made a surprise appearance at a wedding party at Manchester Town Hall, which then made international headlines. November, the Queen and her husband celebrated their Blue Sapphire wedding anniversary 65 years. The Queen who opened the 1976 Summer Olympics in Montreal also opened the 2012 Summer Olympics in London, making her the first head of the state to open two Olympic Games in two countries. For the London Olympics, she played herself in a short film as part of the opening ceremony alongside Daniel Craig, actor as James Bond. On April 2013, she received an honorary BAFTA, which is the British Academy of Film and Television of Arts for a patron on the film industry and was called the most memorable Bond girl yet at the award ceremony. The Platinum Jubilee, which was uh, this year, 
The Queen's Platinum Jubilee began on February 6th of 2022, marking 70 years since she acceded to the throne on her father's death. She held a reception for pensioners, local women institute members, and charity volunteers at the eve of the date of Satterton House. In her accession day message, Elizabeth renewed her commitment to a lifetime of public service, which she had originally made in the year 1947. Later that month, the Queen had mild cold-like symptoms and tested positive for COVID-19, along with some staff and family members. She canceled two virtual audiences on February 22nd, but held a phone conversation with Prime Minister Boris Johnson the following day amid a crisis on the Russian-Ukrainian border. Russian invaded Ukraine one day later, following which she made a donation to the Disasters Emergency Committee Ukraine Humanitarian Appeal. The Queen was unable to attend the annual Commonwealth Day service in March and the Royal Mondi service in April, but she was present at a service of thanksgiving for Prince Philip at Westminster Abbey in March. She also missed the state opening a Paramount for the first time in 59 years. She did not attend in 1959 and 1963 as she was pregnant with Prince Andrew and Prince Edward. In her absence, Paramount was opened by the Prince of Wales and the Duke of Cambridge as counselors of state. On May 17th, the Queen officially opened the Elizabeth Line in central London. During the Platinum Jubilee celebrations, the Queen was largely confirmed to balcony appearances and missed the national service of Thanksgiving. For the Jubilee concert, she took part in a sketch with Paddington Bear that opened the event outside Buckingham Palace. And on June 13th of this year, the Queen became the second longest reigning monarch in history, surpassing King Bolmdom of Thailand with 70 years, 127 days reign. The Queen does not intend to abdicate though Prince Charles, the son of Queen Elizabeth, has taken on more of her duties as she age and carries out fewer public engagements. Says Elizabeth was held many titles and honorary military positions throughout the Commonwealth. It's sovereign of many orders in her own country's 
and has received honors and awards from around the world. So that is some information again about Queen Elizabeth II and a little bit about her lifestyle and of course the uh, honorary honorary times in her life period which is uh, quite amazing. So right now, we're going to do a little bit of a mini tribute on the actor James Kahn, who's been in so many uh, movies, anything from The Godfather to, again, the movie Elf. Very popular actor. Um, let's look at some of his movie moments. Here's one from the film Misery from the year 1990. You'll have to do it over again. It's not worthy of you. Throw it all out. Except for that part of naming the gravedigger after me. You can leave that in. I really value your criticism. But maybe we're being a little hasty here. Paul, what you've written just isn't fair. Not fair. That's right. When I was growing up in Bakersfield, my favorite thing in all the world was to go to the movies on Saturday afternoons for the chapter plays. I know that, Mr. Man. They also call them serials. I'm not stupid, you know. Here's another moment in a film. This is uh, a holiday film titled Elf, which is uh, cast with um, Will Ferrell. He portrays his father in the film. song or something or can I just go back to work a song uh yeah so James Kahn his full name is James Ed 
Mun Khan, born March 26, 1940 to July 6, 2022, was American actor known for his film and television performances. He was nominated for several entertainment industry honors, including an Academy Award with Primetime Emmy Awards, four Golden Globe Awards, and a motion picture star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in the year 1978. After early roles in Howard Hawks' El Dorado, Robert Altman's Countdown in France, says Ford Coppola's The Rain People, he became prominence playing Sony Collier in Coppola's The Godfather, 1972, performance which earned him Academy Award and Golden Globe nomination for Best Supporting Actor. He apprised his role in Godfather II. Khan was born in the Bronx, New York City, March 1940, to Sophie and Arthur Kahn, Jewish immigrants from Germany. His father was a meat dealer and butcher, one of three siblings. Kahn grew up in Sunnyside, Queens. He was educated in New York City and later attended Michigan State University. He was a member of the Alpha Epicent Pi fraternity during his two years at Michigan State. While studying at Hofstra University, he became intrigued by acting and was interviewed for accepted to and enrolled in New York's Neighborhood Playhouse School of Theater, where he studied for five years. One of his instructors was Sanford Meisner, who was American actor and acting teacher who developed an approach to acting instruction that is now known as the Meisner Technique. I just fell in love with acting, he later recalled. Of course, all of my improvs ended in violence. Khan began appearing off-Broadway in plays such as author Schwarzer's La Ronde before making a 1961 Broadway debut, Blood, Sweat, and Stanley Pohl, his first significant acting roles. Khan's first television appearance appeared in an episode of Naked City, which is a police procedural series from Screen Gems, which broadcast from 1958 to 1959, and from 1960 to 1963 on ABC Television Network. Khan died in Los Angeles on July 6, 2022, at the age of 82. Tributes to Khan were paid by Rob Reiner, Francis Ford Coppola, Barbara Streisand, Al Pacino, Robert Duvall, and of course, Will Ferrell.
again, actor James Caan. So that will do it for today's Celebrity Tribute. This again is a Celebrity Tribute podcast. Uh, this will be posted onto my timeline for you to listen to at your leisure time. I hope you have yourselves a good end of the day and a good start to the week. Until next time, for the Celebrity Tribute, I am your host here, Joe Schuster. Next week, we'll be looking at a music genre that was really big in the 1970s to early 80s, which was called disco. Disco.